God is with you. Let us pray. God of trackless desert, whose son walked untamed in league with beasts and spirits, whose kingdom is not distant, but breaking in among us. Give us time and space to find a new identity, to let go of control and walk the pilgrim way through Jesus Christ. Amen. This week, while we here in Santa Barbara enjoyed beautiful blue skies, much of the nation was ransacked by gigantic winter storms. One storm brought snow and ice everywhere from Minnesota to Texas. In the central southern states, water pipes burst and power grids shut down. Residents of Houston and Dallas were ordered to boil their water. People used everything from barbecue grills to running cars to warm their homes, often resulting in severe injury and even death. Amidst that horrible scene, even the natural world was upended. In something more akin to Garcia Marquez than mainstream media, 3,500 sea turtles were rescued from the Gulf of Mexico and housed in the South Padre Island Convention Center. The turtles were victims of a condition called cold stun. Sea turtles, like other reptiles, are exothermic. They don't make their own heat. They draw their heat from outside themselves, from the air and the water. When temperatures drop quickly and radically, sea turtles get cold stunned. Although they remain awake, they are unable to swim or even lift their heads. According to Wendy Knight, the executive director of the conservation nonprofit Sea Turtle Inc., if you put a cold sun turtle in a half of an inch of water, they drown. So, 3,500 turtles were rescued from the freezing gulf and brought to South Padre Island Convention Center so that five endangered species might live another day instead of drowning in the waters that are their home. After a year of pandemic, I sometimes feel like a cold stunned turtle, like I'm in shock. I see myself and I know I'm not moving, but I can't seem to do anything about it. This week, as we start Lent, I sometimes wonder if I can do it. At the start of this journey of 40 days in the wilderness, you might be wondering, aren't we already in the wilderness? 
Hasn't the pandemic been one long Lenten journey? Haven't we had enough? The answer is yes, yes, and yes. Normally we mark this period of preparation by giving something up. Like I said on Ash Wednesday, if you didn't catch that, we give something up so we are awakened to God's presence in our life and to the healthier, more grateful life that is awaiting us. But this year, after a year of immeasurable loss, after the loss of our plans, our hopes, our communities, our comforts, after the death of 481,000 people in the U.S., 2.39 million people worldwide. After all of that, Lent means something else. Lent need not be a time of suffering, not a time of showing piety. Lent is a time for us to live into grace. We are like cold, stunned turtles who would drown in half an inch of water if not for the help, the grace of God. Our lives are gifts of God. We are living symbols of God's grace. And we continue in the wilderness of existence by the grace of God. When you first read this gospel passage today, you might have experienced a bit of deja vu. Haven't we read this before? Yes, we have. We read the baptism in early January. We had the last two verses three weeks ago. And you'll remember Jesus' mission statement in Mark. The time is fulfilled. The time is now. The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Change and trust the good news. Last week in the Transfiguration, we had the repeat of the essential line, you are my beloved child. Something we can never hear too much or too often. But this year, we haven't read the bit about Jesus in the wilderness. Notice that Mark's telling of Jesus in the woods is decidedly short. Two sentences. The Spirit immediately drove him out. Immediately. Mark's favorite word drove him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. There's no account of the three temptations, just a couple of poignant details. Jesus was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Not much there, but it's enough to know that Jesus was connected to the biotic community, both endangered by the wild Beasts and going through their trials together, much like our friends in Texas and the sea turtles. And Jesus had community support. Angels waited on him. Often in Lent, we take on something. We turn inward. In this Lent, this particular wilderness moment, I invite you all to Turn your gaze outward. Look at the hardships of your sisters and brothers. See what is going on around you and consider how you can help. 
take a break from dwelling on your own shortcomings or inadequacies. Try not to get sucked into self-loathing or self-pity. Remember others in need. Strive for the beloved community. We are like those turtles. We live by grace. Sometimes that grace finds us out of our comfort zone, inside a strange place like a convention center or a pandemic limbo. Living by grace is not easy. It is beyond our control. But God is leading us, taking us somewhere we do not yet know. So this Lent, we look outward at those in need and remember that we all live by grace. Amen. The mustard seed this week and for all of February is to read the book Homegoing. This novel by Ya Jiasi unfolds like a series of short stories, so you can read them at various intervals, but it is also a collective work detailing a family's history as we seek to be part of God's healing and addressing systemic racism in this country, this book can be an emotional guide in this Black History Month. So we'll dedicate our time over the course of this month to reading this book. Have a great week. trust and hope, we turn our hearts to God in prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another. As we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for all who are struggling to get the COVID vaccine, those who are in need. We pray for God's 
love and grace to work through all of us as we seek racial reconciliation and truth in this Black History Month. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.